A-S. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Hey, I'm Logan. And I'm Tim. And we're the hosts of From One Dad to Another on yes, the we are. LAS Podcast Network. Hey, we should give something away. I think we should give something what away. What should we give away? We should give away free dinners. People love dinner. To Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. Get those hand-cut steaks. Legendary margaritas. Those rolls with cinnamon butter. Oh, so I want to rub them on my face. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to give away free dinners for two to Texas Roadhouse over the next four weeks. Excellent. We, we talked about doing this before, but right. I screwed it up. I went on vacation, and, uh, well, we just have to start all over. we got to start all over, but we've made it even easier this time. Super easy. All you have to do is go into the description of a From One Dad to Another episode that we're airing. Click on the link there. Click it. Follow the instructions. And follow the instructions. Send us your stories, like things. It's all there to get entries to win. What kind of stories? Uh, best or worst stories uh, about eating out with kids or yeah, family. Yeah, sometimes that can be tough, For but sure. always interesting. For sure. So we want to hear your stories. And then if we pick your story, then we're going to give you some free dinner. That's right. Yeah, you can get a little break from the kiddos and... Uh, Head out and get some some honey butter on your face. You can also find that link to enter over on our Facebook at facebook.com slash LAS Podcast Network or on Instagram.com slash LAS Podcast Network. We'll have it in both places. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Make sure you click on that link, enter to win. We're going to read your stories, give away dinners over the next four weeks. It's going to be a great time. See ya. I'm going to go eat bread. Rub it on your face. Hey there, Zipperados. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> Trying to pick What's a new one mean? every time. <laughs> I don't know. Did you just make it up on the spot? Literally on the spot. I like it. Yeah. But now you. you have to come up with a definition. Um, I mean, not right now. You okay. can think on it. Okay, thank God. We'll, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> circle back. <laughs> I was feeling on the spot there. <laughs> um, hey, everybody, you're listening to From One Dad to Another, an LAS Podcast Network podcast. I'm Logan Adam Schultz. And I'm Tim Ribbon. And uh, we're talking to you about... Parenting, becoming better parents, yep. growing, yep. In reflecting those roles. on parenting in the past, present, and future. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, you set me up and I sort of hit a home run. Woo! We are on fire today. We are. Um, and this episode's only going to get better from here because we have a fantastic guest. We do. To talk to. Uh, I will introduce her in just a moment. But before I do, I just want to remind you, dear listener, that this podcast comes out Every single week on Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are an independent network, so please consider supporting us over on patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network. It's how we make this whole thing run, so consider checking us out over there and uh, and leave a review if you end up enjoying this episode, because that, that means a lot to us. Yeah, we love, we love, love. We do. Yeah. That's totally true. Like a capital L-O-V-E. We yes. love, love. And we love you for checking out this show. Yes, we love you and your love. You know who else I love? Who? The person who's making gagging (laughs) (laughs) motions over in the corner. Hey, our guest today is Heather Wagner from the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy. Hi. Hi. Hi, Heather. How are you guys? We're fine. We (laughs) love love. I love love. Love is fab. It's great. Yeah. It's truly the best. But the second best thing is what you're doing over at the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy. We thought it'd be cool to get you in. Yay. Talk about those programs and maybe chat with us a little bit about how we as parents and, and maybe other parents listening 
can help uh, our kids find passions and, um, and and things that help move them through their lives. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You, you can find so much. Art does everything. Art is everything. As you know, you're art people. Art is mm-hmm. love. Yeah, art, art is oh, love. My. We love love. We love art. There's art a lot of love. good vibes I'm in this room to, right now. I need a Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, would you do me a favor and just yes. start by introducing yourself, who you are, and, and what Eastern Iowa Arts Academy is? Well, I am Heather Wagner, and I'm the Director of Operations at the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy. We're a nonprofit here in Cedar Rapids, uh, and we bring art and music to children of all ages, including adults and you know older people, seniors. Children um, of art. I always, yeah. I mean, they really are. We always say kids of all ages because they're all ages. Uh, And we make sure that kids have access to art and music for, you know, for little or no cost at all. That's kind of our goal. Uh, We know that art, we always say art saves lives. Art is love. I like that too. Sure. Uh, But, you know, what what it really does is it, it gives kids a chance to grow. It gives kids a chance to deal with this world that we're in. Um, we have kids that are, are really involved in the music side of it. Kids who are really involved in the art dance. Um, we have eight youth rock bands that are going right now. And, uh, those kids, that's, that's how they are functioning now. I mean, I, we got to think about kids in a different way. Like when I was growing up, it's not the same. When you were growing up, it's not. I mean, yeah. you guys aren't even that old, and it's like things have changed oh, so thank you. much. <laughs> I was gonna say, you appreciate that. I didn't here. think I was gonna get a compliment. But, um, Tim you know, Gray things have changed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's changed for these kids. It's a whole different world. You know, social media, everything, everything's looked at. Yeah, we've talked about mm-hmm. that on past episodes, yeah. and I mean, it filters into everything. So yeah, yeah. So our goal at the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy is to give kids that um, the tools that they need to uh, express themselves, to work through things, to uh, gain confidence, to grow. Um, the list goes on and on. It's just a, it's a fabulous place. It's my dream job, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. How, long, how long has uh, the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy been around? Uh, we're in our 15th year. 15 so, years. Mm-hmm. And we kind of started out, you know, we're after school program where we would go in. We still do this. We go into schools. As soon as the bell rings, you know, you can go down the hall and learn the guitar. Uh, and then we also have a what we call our on-campus facility, which is mm-hmm. the Music and Art Studios and Studio 17. And those places are great because kids who are really serious, they can come there, they can hang out. Um, we have all sorts of different media. We have um, mediums. We have um, all kinds of instruments. And uh, kids can come and explore those things. And like you said, music is at the forefront of, mm-hmm. of your programs. And we'll talk yeah. about the rock band program in particular. Yeah. But but it, each and Arts Academy covers a lot of different mediums and different mm-hmm. art forms. Oh, um, yeah. Which I I, th- I I guess I didn't really know right away because I met you yeah. and discovered each and Arts Academy through the rock band program because yes. I was working at Nubo and we had the kids playing there. Yes, and it was so great. What a great experience for the kids to play all over. They play all over the you know Cedar Rapids. Yeah. And in Iowa City, they're playing at the um, Blues and Soul Festival, so that's that's kind of cool. It's pretty impressive. And, yeah. and Tim, like you were saying um, before we started, there are local musicians that mm-hmm. lead these programs. Um, yeah. One of them you in, have to be in a band in, with. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a band with Jeremiah Murphy, fantastic bass player. And I know he teaches there. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and I know I know some other other folks who who teach students there. Um, Small I, quick yeah. plug. Um, if you stick around the LAS podcast network, for the next few weeks, you might hear from um, Naomi, uh-huh. another she's one. She's one of yeah. our teachers. She's fantastic. Yeah. Plus, she's one of our admin staff, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's so, great. And then we have the, nice. you know, the f- very, very famous Craig Erickson. Oh, yeah. Who everyone yeah. And he's, loves him. Is he's he one of the in the Iowa people. Blues Hall of Fame? Is, am I making the Iowa that Rock up? and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Very untalented. And he yeah. is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Awful. It's just pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he spends Saturday mornings with the kids from like, he spends two hours with the kids on Saturdays just like, hey, here's how you hold a guitar. Hey, yeah. here's how you, you know, like we can really feel this note. He's a great he's ambassador great. for the instrument. And I mean, people, when you talk about guitar players in the area, uh, Craig Erickson's name usually comes up uh, right away. There's a, there's a handful of, handful of people there and he's one of them that everybody wants to play with. So, and Ryan Phelan, he's Mm -hmm. our other one too. Incredible. Amazing jazz guitarist and songwriter. Yeah. So we kind of want to make sure that all of these kids have exposure to, you know, real musicians, which is really true. Real performing professional people, real artists. Um, you just can't, you know, that's just something you don't find every day. Well, and that's an exposure to that kind of stuff is yeah. um, is so important. You know, like looking back, I wish that I had maybe been exposed to stuff like that when I was growing up instead of discovering it as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, seeing people who are doing this thing and doing it well and it kind of gives you permission to explore it. And uh, so I think it's uh, I think it's fantastic to expose kids to art at an early age to kind of pique their curiosity. So we had um, choir in school, and that was how I really got into singing, really how I learned to love singing and performing, and then stepped up into musical theater. That was something that my school program had. And so that was my outlet to arts and performance and where I figured out that passion. But if I had had Mm -hmm. a rock band program available to me, oh my gosh. Because that's really where my heart (laughs) was, and frankly is. I still, you know love singing and performing and, and generally it's yeah. it's um not musical theater music at this yeah. point and so just to have that as a, as a younger person available to me um just to think about that would have been incredible yeah i agree i that was something that you know i didn't perform growing up at all um and uh it wasn't until i got to college and you know picked up a guitar and uh started trying to sing in front of people that i discovered it was something i love but i you know i kind of wonder if i had discovered that when I was 12 or 13 years old, how much time would I have devoted to it? I like to think that I would have dived in head first, but I'm also really flighty generally. So maybe I wouldn't have, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I would have taken up scuba diving when I was supposed to be playing the guitar (laughs) or something. I don't know. We do have a lot of, a lot of parents who come and bring their kids. They all, a lot of them say, Oh, I wish I would have had this. Yeah. Um, And we get kids who, who really don't fit into their own like I mean they're looking for a tribe is kind of how I I see it uh we do have a lot of kids who are like that that don't really have um something for themselves like you know their their brother is like a you know a fantastic all-state football player and their sister is doing something you know writing whatever Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of looking for something and um they usually find it and they find their people and that's that is so awesome to see and some of those kids they just really come out they come to us super shy Mm-hmm. You know, they're super introverted. And um, by the time they leave us, they feel so confident. They're just out there. Well, that's great because not yeah. only is it uh, there's kind of a great, you know, skill to be learned and a passion to explore, but also there's the social aspect of, of kind of meeting like-minded mm-hmm. people and, yeah. you know, not just, you know, sitting in front of a computer or doing right. whatever. And that's not a, there's nothing wrong with that, but having having an option to to meet with people face to face and discuss the things that you're passionate about and share those things i think that's a that's yeah. probably a really really important part of of what's happening over there also 
Well, and then like the second Thursdays of every month, we do teen hang, which is exactly what you're talking about. And we bring in kids. They have to be a teenager. You can't be 12 and a half. Got to be 13. Uh, and, and you, you come, can't be 20. Can't be 20. Or 45. Or, yeah, exactly. All right, Tim. I'm just, <laughs> just making sure. Just I mean, say. I like hanging out, you know, yeah. being social. But but they, they come in and it's kids from all over Cedar Rapids. We have kids that come as far as um, Riverside, mm. you know, that oh, drive wow. in. Yeah, we've got a lot of kids. They drive in for Teen Hang. They drive in for rock bands. Um, but that's really a great thing because they're meeting all these kids in Cedar Rapids who all have that same love of art that's music. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's how you grow a, a community of, of musicians or, or artists. Uh, you know, they grow up together, they learn these things together, and then they support one another. And then you see 50 years down the road, they're still doing it. Yeah. So That's a great point. That actually leads me to another question. Now that you're 15 years into EIAA being a thing, yeah. are you starting to see some some of these kids grow up to apply those skills and oh my gosh you know this is that's the craziest question because just in the last few years we're getting alumni right (laughs) so that's just crazy and and it's been really really fun to watch these kids grow and we we follow them you know I mean not to be creepy but we we follow them like on Instagram and all those kind of things and they are always not like in a van not in a van next to the sidewalk Like how's no. it, how's it how's it going, John? No ice cream truck. Leave me alone. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, get out of here. Get out of here, Heather. Oh I told my you. Gosh. Oh Lord. Okay, I'm not so. gonna accept your Facebook friend request. <laughs> so yeah, we, we do. We love these kids. So as a matter of fact, our intern right now, uh, she goes to Iowa State, but she was in our program, you know, and it's just so cool. And um we've got a lot of kids that come they come visit us and you know, they know we have snacks. <laughs> but they snacks still come. Well, they still come to see us. When should I stop by? Yeah, it's a cheap way to buy attention. We have lots of snacks, but yeah, um, it is great. It's really fun to see that develop, and we um, uh, the the reach that we have within the community has grown a lot. Yeah, um, people are starting to know who we are, and that takes a little time to it build. Certainly does. Yeah, right. It's nuts. But we are a two month old startup. Yeah, uh, being you know a, a podcast platform, a, a communications platform, and uh, certainly it takes time to build yes. up any sort of yeah. awareness, community awareness, yes. and, and then engagement above and beyond that. It's tough. Yeah, definitely, and it is hard, you know. And then a lot of people. Um, they, they come to us and they're just like, oh, oh, now, how long have you been here? I've never heard of you before. You know? yeah. and, and we're like, well, 15 years. And they're like, oh. Well, and that kind of makes us realize, well, we got to do a little more to reach these people. Well, I was going to say, I moved to Iowa 15 years ago, I guess. There you go. Uh, and raised three kids or in the process of raising a third now. And I didn't know about the, the academy until maybe two years ago. Uh, three years ago. Okay. So I'd never, I'd never heard about it. Um, so it wasn't anything that, um, that I necessarily yeah. pointed my kids towards. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything that you can do to kind of get the word out, I think that's, uh, I think Absolutely. that's great. We've, we've really noticed, you know, we started off with two rock bands and then we went to five, which was a huge, huge jump. And then we went to seven, which was another big jump. And then we decided to, um, Craig Erickson worked with us to get a blues band Hmm. Um, and so that yeah. was our eighth band. Um, but we've got a whole bunch of kids that are just keep, you know, we always get auditions and I mean, it's really, really fun watching this grow. That's awesome. Yeah. And you actually have a facility, a mm-hmm. space that you are in that's dedicated that people can go to yep. and experience two. and two spaces. Now you opened up a new space. We did studio 17 and we call it studio 17 cause it's on 17th street. Northeast. Excellent. Uh-huh. And um, 
It has like a big teal banner across the top, says Studio 17. And we wanted to paint the whole building teal, but I don't know. I wanted to do it. Naomi wanted to do it, but I think a cool teal building would be great. I'm still I pushing mean, I'm, for a I'm, teal I'm building. I'm fully supportive, and I'm interested to find out who's who's pushing back because I think they're wrong. I agree. <laughs> we are team teal in the office, I'm just saying. All right, I'm, I'm on team teal now. Yes. That, okay, now you yeah. know. Someone yeah. introduce you for every show. I know. That's how we spread the word. This is, is right. Team Teal. Team Teal. We want a Teal building. Okay. There we go. Hashtag Team Teal. There you go. Just comment on uh, a From One Dad to Another Post. Hashtag Team Teal. Sweet. Yes. And, it's uh, T-E-A-L in case listeners don't know how to spell Teal. I'll tell you what. Because it's a weird word. Good. Like It sounds like it could be double E. It's not. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I was half joking, but now I'm fully serious. So if you're okay, listening. Okay, yes. Go to one of our pages. Facebook, Instagram, LAS Podcast Network. Find a post, doesn't matter which one, maybe a competing show on the network. I love it. And comment hashtag Team Teal. We'll know what you mean. We will know what it don't even need any context because we have yep. all the context needed. Awesome. And, I'll, and I'll tell you what, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to search that hashtag and I will, uh, I will send you something fun. Sweet. It'll be a it'll be a fun you're gonna surprise. send it to me. You were looking at me. When I was you said looking that. at you because you're right across from me. Oh, but what, you don't have to do send I, it to I get me. Nothing. I think <laughs> I think you should send whatever that fun thing is to the person who uses Team Teal and that you select, Ooh. not me. That's good advice. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, let's change. Let's switch things up a little. That's good advice, Tim. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, good. <laughs> me too. I, yeah, that, that's nice. Creative brain right next to me. Uh, we'll it. send you something fun, something local, maybe something delicious, something so. teal, something authentic, something surprising, or something teal. Yeah, something borrowed, something blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, make sure you, you, you hashtag Team Teal, and uh, we'll send you something fun. Love it, um, Heather. I'm curious. I want to dive in a little bit deeper. So I am a stepfather yes. to an 11, almost 12 year old, um, Liam, and Liam's at an age where he's really interested in a lot of things, but hasn't chosen a thing. Right. You know, like he he hasn't really latched on to anything super passionately. Um, he dabbles in a few things, but I think he's still trying to figure out what really drives him. And Eastern Iowa Arts Academy has always felt to me in my head like a place for somebody like that. Yes. Do you have advice for parents who want to give their kids options or or motivate them to to find some Honestly, things for themselves? The and this is going to sound so simple. Bring them over and get a tour. Um, and you know, a lot of times we'll have parents and, and kids come in and you can just tell the parents dragged the kid here, right? You know, sure. come on, we're going to go look at the arts academy and the kid's like, oh, <laughs> and they come in and then they meet us. They see that we're normal. We're cool. You know, whatever, what do you think we are? But, um, we go in and they start seeing all the art supplies. They start seeing all the, you know, the instruments. We're like, Hey, you want to try an instrument? Let's put it in your hands. Right. Or you want to try it? What kind of art do you like? What kind of crayons do you like? You know, it depends on their age. Um, and almost always we end up that, that person comes back. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of when they haven't come back. And that sounds like a very simple thing, but just letting them see and experience something and, and, even if you are dragging them in there, they always end up being really interested. So I'm, I'm always just blown away by that. If someone was wanting to do that, how would they set up a tour? Is it something oh, they you can just call stop you, by. email, yeah. just, just show up? Yeah, Which absolutely. location? Um, well, at our administrative offices. Okay. So that's on E Avenue, Northeast. Okay. It's 18, or what is our... What is our thing? Eighteen I'm not sure. 41. I'm getting them all mixed up. <laughs> 1841 E Avenue, Excellent. Northeast. Um, or you can call us, uh, 319-350-1805. And um, 
you know, but I know that that does sound kind of crazy just saying, come get a tour, but it really, really makes no, a big it makes difference. Per- perfect sense. Yeah, it really does. And I was going to say like Liam, I have been wanting Liam to come and visit for a while. Oh, uh, we need to make that happen. I know. For sure. I would love that. Um, or else we always say to kids, if, if they don't want to do it that way, like come with mom and dad or whatever, uh, we always say they can come with a friend to our open studios and we do open studios every Saturday. Uh, and it's from 10 to noon on Saturday mornings and we, you can drop your kid off and their buddy. You know, if you want, you know, some kids, they want to have a friend with them. They can come in and they can hang out with Craig and learn to play the guitar or hang out. And um, we always have artists in there that want to do art and painting and they get to get messy and their parents don't have to be there. So that's kind of another way to do it that we can reach kids. Awesome. A little bit of freedom too in that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that that Mm -hmm. young freedom. We we released Mm -hmm. an episode about uh, autonomy. Yeah. And how much, uh, how much, uh, how much freedom do you allow your kids to have and right uh sometimes as a parent it's hard to let go uh, mm-hmm. but you have to so that sounds like a really great way to uh to let them start to explore yeah. things that they're interested in yeah for sure and you know another thing is a lot of kid or a lot of parents don't realize that their kid is going to be artistic um like they say oh my kid is really really good in science or he's really good at this mm-hmm. or that and um, if they come in and start doing that, you just won't believe what what doing art and doing music does for their um, science brain. Sure. Um, and I like to use my son Brad as a good example. You know Brad. I do. Yeah. Um, you probably don't know Brad, but you I should. don't think so. So anyway, Brad, um, he's an aerospace engineer, mm-hmm. but he also plays music, and he played music his whole life, uh, and also really excelled in the sciences. But he he tells you if you ask him about it, he says I could never have done engineering without yeah. music. Never. It's like it, it just wouldn't have happened. And, I, you know, it's kind of interesting how it just kind of balances your, your brain. I can't reference anything specific, but mm-hmm. I know that there are studies out there that yes. show yeah. a, a major connection between mm-hmm. how involvement in the arts affects and impacts your yeah. ability to engage with, with other areas of academia. Yes. I think it's really fascinating. It is. Because it just, you know, and the way that, that Brad explains it is that his his thinking part of his brain with his math and his science and all that stuff has a chance to rest because his brain's going all sure. the time. So it has a chance to rest. And he goes over here and does all this creative music and using all these other senses. And uh, then he can come back and it's it's new again. Kind of cool. Well. It's deep. We are heavy, gonna, stuff, heavy yeah. stuff, man. We're going to include a link um, to Eastern Iowa Arts Academy down in the description of this episode. Awesome. So if you want to go check out their other programs and all their yeah. other stuff. Set up a tour. Set up a tour. Yes. Yeah. Um, go check that out. We're going to keep talking to Heather after our mid-episode sponsor break. Um, but when we when we come back, we're going to chat with Heather some more. Um, we're going to hear some maybe some more stories. I want to pick your brain a little bit about um, some other things we as parents can do um, to engage kids and help them find programs and all that. So we've got more to talk about. Stick with us, dear listener, and we will be back in Zipper, just zipperoos. Zip, zip, <laughs> zipperonis. Zipperados? Wait, I don't remember what it was. It. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make up a new one every time now. That's good. Zips. It's a I personal challenge. To it. Yeah. All right. I'll stop interrupting you and let you send us off to the mid-roll break. (laughs) Stay with us, (laughs) listeners. We'll be back in just a moment. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... 
Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're Historically Inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you do that again. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcast. Jake, are you still going? Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin just fast, Harrison, just William fast forward to the end. Theodore Roosevelt, We are literally Trump, running out of time. Ben, 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 did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! Oh, I did it. Oh, I was in I was in my groove. Come there. and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm, I'm kind of doing You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. <laughs> L-A-S. Hey, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, licensed realtor, and this is the Corridor Real Estate Podcast, Eastern Iowa's premier show for all things buying, selling, and investing as it relates to real estate. Every Thursday, we'll be talking with industry professionals, breaking down the data, and giving you the info you need to succeed in Iowa's real estate market. I, along with my trusty producer, Alex, that's me, will be covering everything you need to know so that anyone can become a Corridor Real Estate expert. New episodes of the Corridor Real Estate Podcast are published every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Iowa with Coldwell Banker Hedges Realty, operating out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on me and to get in touch, visit lasrealtor.com. The Corridor Real Estate Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, also in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, welcome on back, listener. Uh, we were just talking over the sponsor break about trips because both of you, Heather mm-hmm. and Tim, sitting across from me, um, just got back from pretty major trips. Yeah. yeah. Which was awesome. Um, Heather, where were you? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so every year, my son and I, we do this thing where we just get in the car that morning and we go. And so we we don't use our phones to get around. We only use an atlas. Uh, no Ooh, GPS. Like it's days. like a real map. That's how I, that's how I trained to go yes, on trips. It's so fun. And you just so, lift him up a little bit. And so oh, we're yeah. like, let's just go east. And so we went east. And then we were like, oh, should we turn here? No, let's go straight. We're like, should we? Should we? And we end up going straight. But anyway, we ended up going all the way down through Ohio to the Ohio River Valley. We went to. Um, what cities did you go to? In went the Ohio to Dayton. River? We went to that really, really cool. Um, it's like an Air Force museum. Yeah, the U.S. That Air Force so Museum cool. in Dayton, Ohio. Yes, uh, it's nuts. Yep. Uh, so I used to be in the Air Force. Oh, um, that thing is so cool. And I've been to the air show that they have there, and at the museum, it's pretty. Uh, well, cool. I'm gonna say my aerospace kid was all about it. So yeah. anyway, look at all these new best friends being my I know. know. And so then we went down into Kentucky and where in Kentucky? Oh my lord, where do we go to Kentucky? Oh, we went to um, where did you cross um, the river? Um, you probably crossed the river in Cincinnati. We crossed into on a ferry. Oh, okay. Were you went on a ferry. We were only on gray roads. That's our other rule. Ooh, no interstates. I like that. Yeah, that's great. Only the little gray, and some of them are kind of crazy. Um, or like well, some of them were like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say that, but yeah. Well, that's right. I'm from there. So okay. Oh, well, that's okay. why I'm asking all these really deep probing <laughs> questions. Like what roads did you yeah. go on? You remember that van that was following you? <laughs> <laughs> I was, was driving Tim. it. Uh, oh so where gosh. else are you? So you, Ohio, so we went to Ohio, went to West Virginia and we like did a lot of driving. I mean, we went to West Virginia, went to Tennessee, Arkansas, 
Nice big loop. Missouri. Yeah, Arkansas. we, we yep. spent like a whole week. That's awesome. And, and you know, like other years we've done the Southwest and we mm-hmm. just drive or we've done, we one time we went all the way around the um, Lake Superior yeah. up in Canada and around. That was Ooh, awesome. cool. Yeah. But that's yeah, we, awesome. that's the kind of trips. I like those kind of adventure trips where we don't know where we're going to go. Yeah, I that really speaks to me. We did, yeah. uh, so I just got back from a trip to Alaska and we did a lot of, uh, a lot of driving around, but there were no children with me on this trip. It was, uh, my wife and I, and then we had some friends join. Um, and that was a wonderful, fantastic trip. Um, but your description of your trip made me think of something I did with, uh, my son a few years ago. We, over spring break, we jumped in the car and drove to Montreal. Yes. So it was awful. just the two of us and we drove up uh, kind of north of the Great Lakes and uh, down through Vermont and through New York. And we did visited a bunch of places and it was literally kind of looking at a map and yes. seeing where we're going to go. And I think my son was 11, no, I guess maybe 13 or 14 at the time, you know, kind of prime age yeah. to, to do that stuff. But uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I really, really love the get in the car and drive kind of yeah. thing. I'm I, yeah. I enjoy driving, but I more than that, I enjoy seeing new places. So. Me too. And then you always get to try all the new weird food yep. and like, yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, we did hit a Bojangles. That's like, oh. Well, yeah, that's some. Uh, you know, some of those you got to just. Some you know, greasy Bojangles. chicken. I, I've never heard of Bojangles before. They got them in Kentucky. We I'm, call it Bojangles. We already talked about yeah. this in the show. I'm very untraveled. <laughs> I just have. Right. Is that, that's not a word. I, no, I, I think it is. I think it is. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's. It's not in-traveled. This is a perfect time for me to pull in our producer, Alex, to the show. Hi, Alex. Untraveled is the word. Is untraveled a word? Um, yes. Ill-traveled. Did you just look it up? Yeah, he's he's our he's our. (laughs) That's what the producer's for. Not having traveled much. Uh, There you go. See, there you go. You didn't make up the word. Is untraveled. Oh, that makes one cry. Uh, well, but we we did an episode on it. Uh, want to be. Yeah, right? I, right. I certainly have the passion to be more adventurous. Yeah. We talked about how budget affects that. We talked about how it's, you know time and prioritization mm-hmm. factors into all that, yep. especially once you've kids and family. To do that. So um, I plan to be more traveled in the future. So I'm very excited to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. And I look forward to hearing about it. Oh, it'll come up on this I'll show. I'll be sitting in your back seat sure. with an atlas. <laughs> Follow me with that band. <laughs> there we go. Oh, dear. You'll be oh, sitting in a Bojangles and look out the window. Yeah, and there you're he like, is. Oh, he's there. Where did he even get a van? He doesn't own a van. I can't come up with a good segue to bring <laughs> like us a, back, but like a two-wheeled scooter thing. Uh, correct. Yeah, two-wheeled scooter. You're gonna and travel an by Segway? Yes, with an atlas. Excellent. Very unsafe. You should really watch the road. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, how do you transition now into this? I don't know. Well, we I think did. it's. I think it's going to be like this. Um, so <laughs> we're talking with Heather Wagner, who is. Director of Operations mm-hmm. for the Eastern Iowa Arts Academy, an area nonprofit that that services children of all ages mm-hmm. um, with the arts in a number of forms. And we've talked about the rock band program in particular because yeah. that's a great um, kind of community-facing flagship program. Everyone gets to see that, yeah. It's super that's cool um, and, and kind of unique, but there's a lot of great arts programs that, that you all offer. Thank you. And one thing that you mentioned... Um, that I wanted to touch on a little bit was um, art saves lives. And, yes. you know, I think that we're all familiar with, to some extent, how art impacts everybody, but particularly young people who are um, figuring out the world and figuring out themselves and, and discovering um, where they fit in all of it. Yes. And certainly that was the case for me. Um, I wonder if you have thoughts on or experiences on how 
Eastern Arts Academy and art has has impacted some young people. Well, and, you know, it it's, sounds kind of, oh, art saves lives, like that's some kind of, you know, slogan or something. But in reality, it's really true. And we've had um, kids over the years that have come to us uh, or their parents have come to us and said, you know, my son or my daughter um, in particular, I know there's one um, that I'm thinking of that he had written goodbye letters to everyone in his family. Wow. And, uh, you know, the parent found out about it and had not- had found them and uh, brought that child to us. And um, we found out that that child just really needed to sit in front of a piano hmm. and just play. And that and, and it was just amazing, this gift that this child had just like started playing the piano and, and didn't read the notes, didn't have anything. But that sitting at that piano changed their whole life. And uh, gave them something to be interested in, something to talk about, something to keep coming back and working on the piano or working on music. Um, and it changed the the entire direction of the life of that child. Mm. And we got to witness that, you know, um, when he first came and we just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, we really want to help. There's a lot of pressure on us to help. But art did it. You know, art did the life saving yeah. Um, art and music. Um, and we've had other kids that have come to us or their, their parent will come and say, um, and this is a little bit of a different angle, but uh, they'll say, my kid doesn't put down the screen. You know, the screen, the screen, everything's the screen. They're a slave to the screen. This is like it. That's been and, a big talking point on yeah, this show. We, oh, it's, we have talked it's about how, huge, how widespread huge. that is. Yeah. yeah. And so what then what happens is you come to Arts Academy and you put down the screen and you pick up an instrument or you pick up some pastels and paper. Um, and there's one, one girl in particular that I'm thinking about who was absolutely, this is absolutely what happened. Uh, came in, she was real mad. She just kind of sat there with her arms crossed, did not want to be there at all. Uh, came back again, kind of starting to open up a little bit, came back again. Okay. Maybe I'll draw something, you know? (laughs) And, uh, then I, I said to this, this girl, I'm like, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to draw? What do you want to paint? nothing, just black things. And I said, okay, you know, here's the black paint. Took a big canvas, started painting on it black. I was like, that's awesome. Well, this is what my screen looks like. And I was like, <laughs> all right, you know, and then it was really Holding interesting. To that, so yeah. here's, here's what this, this child did said, I want to, I'm going to rip it up. And I was like, all right. So she actually had scissors and just started stabbing it and cutting it and ripping it up and said, there's my art. And I was like, how do you feel? It's like, cool. You know, I'm feeling cool. That, that, that was kind of awesome. And, uh, then from then on, they started painting all the time, started taking class, did an oil paint class with us. Um, actually ended up in a rock band. Um, just started everything, trying everything. And that's one of the stories that I tell people all the time. I'm like, when you take that, that pain or that fear that you have inside you and you put it on a canvas or you put it on a piece of paper or in an instrument, you're you're taking it from yourself and you're putting it out there. Um, that is how you save your life. I mean, you it leaves room for all these wonderful things to go in. And I know that sounds super deep and kind of corny, but it's really true. No, I, I that's yeah. that's pretty amazing because you know when you when you think about you we as people put a whole lot of pressure on ourselves to yeah. to do the right thing or the cor- the correct thing or to do it well um, and to not not mess up. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to let yourself explore yeah. that. And if you can find a safe place to do that, to try out all the things, uh, 
to to fail, to succeed, to do both at the same time, right. you know, all of those things. I mean, that's really transformative, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think about when I was a kid, you know, there were times I didn't know how to express myself. And, you know, at, I was always kind of searching for outlets, but also I was scared to do that stuff. Um, so I think that's... That, I don't think that's cheesy at all. I don't think oh, it's good. I don't think it's corny. I think it's I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it is pretty wonderful. And there's a lot of kids, you know, on the music side too, who say, "Well, I can't. I don't want to play an instrument because I, I can't read music." <laughs> and you know, that is not that doesn't mean anything. If you don't read nope. music, so what? Hey Tim, does that mean anything? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> reading music doesn't mean anything, and I'll and I'll stick by that <laughs> until you. the I'm end with of you. time. I used to read a little bit of music, yeah. and then I have, I have brain dumped all of that. I still play yeah. a lot of music. Um, but I don't know how to read yeah. it, so yeah. uh, I've I've come up with my own way of of navigating that, as so many other people have. But it's not a requirement. Right. So, so like something that we really try to do is really try to reach deep and figure out well, how do you learn? Yeah, you know, everyone's learning differently. All these kids are learning differently. Yep. Some kids they just have to listen to, like the kid with the the um, piano that I was saying just sat down had had it in his mind mm-hmm. and just kind of came out and listened and heard the the notes. You know, well, and as in so in. I teach um, at kind of at the college level, but one of the things that is just so important to my job, or at least that I've seen, and I get a lot of, a lot of people coming through who are just right out of high school, but everybody does learn different. It was something I always Mm -hmm. really kind of knew, but until I was in a position to where I was trying to help people learn, um, I didn't really, really know, I don't think how true that was that people just, everybody learns a little different. They, their approach is going to be different and having multiple ways to explore, um, is a good way to reach multiple, uh, reach a lot more people. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I do think that like, you know, as the, the art saves life, lives thing, it kind of saves your life in a way that you get to be who you are and it's safe. You know, um, and we we really try to make sure that kids feel like and and I say this all the time when kids come to take a tour or they're going to join us. I always say um, and you can ask these kids, what is Heather's rule? Heather's (laughs) rule is to leave all the crap at the door. Like when you come in, leave all that garbage that you're putting on for everyone else and the at the door and come in and just be who you are. It's a good rule. You know, and it's really it's simple, but it's like you just got to do that. Be yourself. That's what I tell people when I ask them to get in the van. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, just leave all that sitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> Not kids. Not kids. Just grown-ups. Oh grown-ups who look stressed out. And I'm like, do you want to ride in my van to go get candy and ice cream? <laughs> Follow Logan around on vacation? <laughs> You're providing a public service. I am. Oh that's what it Lord, is. It's stress relief for grown-ups. So- <laughs> Still something else. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, I'm not sure where to go from here, but thank you for sharing those stories. Heather. You're so welcome. Because um, I, I agree. It's it's absolutely important. Um, yeah. Performance, e- even just through my school's, you know, um, theater program was huge for me. Yeah. Because I was discovering myself and not because I um, was necessarily somebody who was in dire need of of something like that but it still helped me discover who I was you know so so children of all different needs and all different levels um those types of experiences can be so beneficial Uh, this show really came about um this podcast you're listening to 
because I'm about to be a first-time biological parent. Yay. Uh, I've been a stepdad for a long time, but we're about to have uh, a baby girl. Coming up soon. Really I soon. Um, just a few weeks. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and so I thought before we closed out the episode, before we sent you on your way back to serve the community some more, um, you not only do you interact with all these kids through Eastern Iowa Arts Academy, but you're also a parent yourself. Yeah. Do you have any um, parting wisdom or advice or anything that that I should keep in mind as a oh, as a you're newer gonna parent? do so great, isn't he? Though yes, I mean I'm a stepmom too to Josh, who he's just like right. my own kid, but he's he's actually my stepson. Um, and then I have a biological son too. But uh, who, by I, the way, is in a band with Alex? Um, yeah, my son. Um, connections. Both, both of them, of them are in yeah. my band. Yeah, Brad is my bassist, and Josh is our vocal bass. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, they're, they they hold down the low parts. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But yeah. also, on top of being incredible musicians, they're both two of the best people I've Aww. ever known they're in good my people. life. So they're you good just people. you did good, legit. That is so nice. no, legit. They are they are two of the sweetest, most empathetic, best guys I know for sure. That is so nice. And honestly, when when I raised those kids, all I all I really did is like the whole be yourself thing. I never was like, oh, I'm I'm better than you, or I'm this or that. I'm just a person. You know, sure. and I kind of feel like it, when they see that you're just a person, then they can be a person. I don't know that sounds. No, I think that yeah. authenticity, <laughs> no, Tim, you've spoken yeah. to that as well on, on some previous episodes. Just that idea of, of um, being transparent and authentic yep. with with yeah. your family. And, and constantly self-reflecting and yeah. figuring out, you know, how you can do things better or different yeah. or how have the needs changed uh, and just be inflexible. So. And you want to keep that dialogue open with your child. Yeah. yeah. You know, and once they realize that, you know, hey, you know, dad, he's pretty cool. And I bet he's done dumb things, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> Logan has don't, never don't done Don't nod along, thing. Alex. <laughs> I, I was nodding along to say we've all done dumb there things. There you go. Not <laughs> for the record, though. Everyone except for Logan. But I know for a fact that Logan has done some dumb things. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> and you don't necessarily That's have to tell That's an entire them what other you, episode. Yeah. <laughs> On that yeah. note, I Here, think Here, let should... me go into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a different episode. Um on that note, let's put things to bed. Uh, Heather, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you for having our me. It's podcast, been a blast. Chatting you. with us. Uh, again, uh, listener, if you want to learn more, we're going to include a link down in the description for Eastern Iowa Arts Academy, where you can find out about all of their programs, their offerings, figure out how to take that tour and get things started. Hashtag Team Teal. And woo, if woo, you woo. go onto our Facebook or Instagram, LAS Podcast Network, um, and, and post hashtag Team Teal, Somewhere we'll find it, because yeah. um, I'll search for that hashtag. Um, I'll we'll we'll pick a winner in a couple of weeks, and we'll we'll send you something local and fun and authentic and surprising. That's right, L A S. I love it. That's cute. Hey Tim, uh, yeah. Any major takeaways from today's episode? Um, I think I need to set up a tour. For my 16-year-old. I think uh, that that's my takeaway, too. I'm going to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. What? You're going to set up a tour for my 16-year-old? Yes. Okay, cool. Correct. Then I don't have to do it. Would you like to set I'll up set a tour? I'll set one up for Liam. Perfect. <laughs> good teamwork. Fantastic. <laughs> Hashtag Team Teal. Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Scary Van. All right. Don't it's post that scary. one. It's not scary. No. Oh, right. Friendly Van. Friendly Van. <laughs> Hey, this has been From One Dad to Another, a podcast produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 
For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. This show comes out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Every Wednesday, even when Tim is in Alaska. Yep. Or yep. riding Ragbri. Yep, that's next week. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll still have an episode. So that's stick right. around for that. And if you like this show and you want to give us a little bit of support because we are an independent network, Go to patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network where you can get exclusive shows, bonus episodes, um, behind the scenes stuff. You can chat with us in a in a private Facebook private group. Private Facebook group. Whoa. Absolutely. It's good stuff. And we're having a good time over there. And uh, we're gonna make it even better in a couple of weeks. So uh, come check that out over at patreon.com slash LAS Podcast Network. I think that's our show, Tim. I think it was a good one. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Heather. Thank Thanks, you. Heather. Thank fun. you, Alex. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. And thank you, Zipperino. We'll talk to you all. <laughs> Just singular, not like plural. Zipperinos. Uh, for the record, you did start the show as Zipperado. Zipperado. Oh, Zipperados. Thank you uh, all so much. <laughs> but also, you normally say dear listener, singular. So I guess it's 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 good that you keep it singular. Sure. Sure. Whatever. I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just a podcast. It's just a podcast. (laughs) Thank you all so much. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.